0: Now at 5, we're waiting to hear the fate of Austin police officer Christopher Taylor. We have a live report from the courthouse with the very latest developments.
1: And a cold front moving our way tomorrow will kick off a long period of jacket weather.
2: First warning weather is coming up. Plus, tonight is the night for the third GOP presidential debate. What former President Trump will be doing instead.
0: We have breaking news tonight at 5. Eight people are dead following a major crash on U.S. 57 in Zavala County. The pictures really show a horrific scene on the highway. This is all happening south of Uvalde, a mile west of Batesville. The Texas Department of Public Safety says it involved a suspected human smuggler from Houston. A preliminary investigation shows the driver was going east in what was here, a white Honda Civic. It's hard to tell what it is now. And that smuggler was trying to get away from the Zavala County Sheriff's
2: Department. Now, they say the driver passed a truck, a tractor semi-trailer, in a no-passing zone, then hit a Chevy, uh, silver Chevy Equinox killing both people inside of that vehicle. Those two people in the Chevy were from Georgia. The driver of the Honda and five passengers inside were killed. Troopers confirmed several of them were from Honduras. Last month, state lawmakers passed legislation to increase the minimum sentence from two years to ten years for smuggling migrants into Texas. The governor is expected to sign that bill into law.
0: 12 jurors are deliberating the fate of an Austin police officer accused of murder today. Thanks for being with us. I'm Britt Moreno.
2: And I'm Daniel Marine. Deliberations come after more than two weeks of testimony about Christopher Taylor shooting and killing Mike Ramos during a police call in 2020. KXN's Grace Reader has been in the courtroom for all of the testimony. She's live now to tell us what's happening right now. Grace.
3: Well, the jury started deliberating right at 9 o'clock this morning, so they're going on about eight hours of deliberation at this point. We sort of expect them to go home tonight because even within the last few hours, they asked for additional evidence both from the state and the defense to be brought back to their chambers. If that is the case, they will come back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Now, we were privy to some of the evidence that they were given because it was announced on the record, meaning we were allowed into the courtroom and attorneys and the judge hashed out what the jury was asking for. We know that they requested body camera videos from certain police officers along with dash cams. They also requested a photo showing the trajectory of officer Taylor's shots and some testimony from officers they requested as well. This morning there was a delay in getting state evidence to the jury because there were some labeling issues and issues playing some of the videos. The judge did scold the state for that in court, by the way.
2: And Grace, question for you. Has Christopher Taylor been in the courtroom today? What about the families?
3: Sure, so we have not seen families in the courtroom today, though we have seen some of them wandering around the halls. Christopher Taylor, though, was in the courtroom for all of this. His attorneys leaning over to whisper to him as the judge announced some of the evidence that the jury had requested Taylor nodding his head. We, of course, expect that the families on both sides will be here when that verdict is read. As for when that will be, we still do not know. Like I said, the jury asking for additional evidence, even just within the last couple of hours here, it seems very likely that the jury we will again go home tonight, come back tomorrow morning, and continue to deliberate. Back to you.
0: Okay, Grace, thank you so much. Now we turn to another trial here in Austin during day five of the murder trial for Caitlin Armstrong. The lead homicide detective on this case went through the evidence he believes pins Armstrong to the murder of pro-cyclist Anna Maria or Mo Wilson in May of last year. KXAN's Brianna Hollis is really our eyes and ears inside the courtroom since this whole thing started because we can't film testimony. So Brianna, what evidence did that detective bring forward?
4: Yeah, so he addressed GPS, phone, internet and DNA evidence. Now we're talking about homicide detective Richard Spitler who you can see walking out of the courtroom in this video here. He took the stand for about 4 hours today after already testifying for a bulk of the afternoon back on Monday. And part of his testimony, he explicitly stated, "APD found Armstrong's DNA on the victim Mill Wilson's bike which police found near the murder scene." Now let's talk about some of these electronic records. We reviewed emails of Armstrong's flight itineraries from Austin to New York. We're going to show you surveillance footage that we showed you back at the time where cameras captured her carrying a yoga mat through the airport. And one record in particular showed a flight from Newark to Costa Rica under the name Christy Armstrong. Note Armstrong's sister's name is Christine. Detective Spittler also testified to Armstrong's search history in the days and weeks following the murder. That included searches for her own name and her viewing news articles about Wilson's death. It also included a search for rhinoplasty and the phrase, can pineapples burn your fingerprints? Now, of course, Spittler was not the only person to testify today. We also heard of some of Armstrong's friends who said they felt compelled to call Austin police after learning about Wilson's death. We'll talk about that tonight at 6. Brett.
1: First warning weather with chief meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, I'll take it from here. Hope you enjoyed some brief sunshine once those pesky morning clouds burned off because after a few hours of sun, we now have another deck of clouds encroaching from the west along with a few sprinkles in the hill country. This is actually going to kick off an extended period of gray skies here in central Texas. It's 78. Nice and warm in Austin. 80 in San Marcos. Lower 80s from Bastrop out to Lee counties. Still a pretty evening with temperatures at the Wildflower Center at 78. Notice that deck of clouds increasing though. We always have all of our live weather cameras for you on KXAN.com. Coming up, a cold front has entered the state and it rolls in here tomorrow. I'll show you the exact timeline where you live, a gray, chilly period of weather and when a few periods of rain are most likely.
2: All right, David, thank you very much. Former President Donald Trump's daughter Ivanka took the witness stand today in the $250 million civil fraud trial against him and his company. Now, sources in the courtroom say Ivanka appeared calm and confident on the stand compared to her father on Monday. Ivanka testified she couldn't recall much of the communications or deals she was involved in. She says she's been distanced from the company and hasn't been paid by the Trump Organization since 2017. But the AG's office says she secured and negotiated loans based on fraudulent financial statements. Ivanka is the last uh, witness for the state. The defense will likely pick up their case on Monday. They're expecting to go until December 15th. Now, one place Donald Trump will not be tonight will be the Republican presidential primary debate right here on NBC. Instead, the former president will hold a rally a few miles away. NBC's Alice Barr digs into one big question. Will any of the candidates tonight set themselves apart as the chief challenger to Trump? She's in Miami with a preview.
5: Debate night in Miami has five Republican presidential hopefuls looking ahead to 2024 while reflecting on last night's election results that brought big wins for Democrats on abortion rights in Ohio, Kentucky and Virginia continuing a winning streak on the issue since Roe v. Wade was overturned.
1: The reality is anything on abortion right now is not working for Republicans.
5: President Biden claiming victory despite his recent dismal polling, noting voters vote, polls don't. But Democrats we spoke to are worried for 2024.
1: I don't think um, he should step aside, but I do think that it would be good to have another strong uh, Democrat candidate on the ticket.
5: Republicans looking to capitalize on
4: voter qualms. I think the debates are about Joe Biden. I don't look at it as about being uh, Ron DeSantis versus Donald Trump.
5: With the overwhelming Republican frontrunner, former President Trump again choosing to skip the debate and rally outside Miami wow. instead, rivals Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy and Tim Scott are fighting to break through. Are you open to any candidate right
1: now? 100 percent. I'm open
5: undecided voters feeling all eyes on them.
1: The people who want independent voters are typically just trying to sway an independent voter versus really just doing their
0: job.
5: I wanna dive deeper into that.
0: Maybe we are the central ones that kind of
4: maybe can make a a difference in the country here.
5: Voters hoping for consensus and looking for clarity as Republican candidates prepare to make their pitch. In Miami, Alice Barr, NBC News.
0: And since Lester Holt is a moderator of this debate, he'll be anchoring NBC Nightly News live from Miami. Stay with us here on KXAN at 5.30 tonight for a look at what you'll want to watch out for when candidates
2: take the stage. An explosion at a Texas chemical plant forcing people to stay home and stay inside. What caused this fire?
0: Israel's ground offensive strengthening. The quick time period that opened to get people out of Gaza.
2: And the new charges an Austin real estate developer is now facing.
0: A shelter in place is now lifted after a fiery, smoky explosion at a chemical plant this morning in Shepherd. That's near Houston. Anyone within one mile of the Sound Resource Solutions plant who wanted to leave their home was asked to go to a certain area to be escorted. Then they couldn't go back home until given the all clear. A nearby school was also safely evacuated. Jeff Harfield, the president of the company, says the fire was because of a forklift incident. One employee was sent to the hospital. That employee is expected to be okay. The San Jacinto County Office of Emergency Management says 19 employees were at the plant at the time of this massive explosion. Air monitoring was conducted and no chemicals were detected.
2: The Israeli military pushed deeper into Gaza City today with its ground offensive. Gaza City has been a primary focus for Israeli ground troops. Targets include the Hamas infrastructure like command and control centers, also tunnels. The UN remains concerned about people who have stayed in Northern Gaza because of the lack of aid. And today, thousands of civilians took advantage of a humanitarian corridor that opened to funnel people to the south where Israel has asked people to relocate. Israel has extended the opening of that road to five hours.
0: Imagine driving down a busy road and seeing an 18-wheeler with no driver, eek! It could happen soon when a self-driving trucking route could become our reality.
1: Very warm weather continues. You'd expect a November morning like today to be nice and cool and crisp. Low temperatures this morning were more than 15 degrees above normal, but that ends soon. We've got a cold front arriving tomorrow, next in your forecast.
2: SH-130 is about to be home to a first-of-its-kind advanced and self-driving trucking corridor.
0: Our Dayla Washington tells us when this might be our reality.
6: Hey, well, imagine you are out here driving on this busy corridor. You look over and you see one of those big semis with no driver. It's not the case quite yet, but it could become a reality sooner rather than later. The
1: roadways are dangerous. A lot of uncertainty out there.
6: Tyler Duvall is the co-founder of Cabnew, a company creating smart roads and it just launched a new partnership with TxDOT to make the state's roads safer, describing it as a first of its kind advanced and self-driving trucking quarter. What does that mean?
1: What we're trying to do is effectively work with TextDot so that Text Dot understands the way these vehicles are operating and that we can then provide information directly to those vehicles that's more than they can they have today.
6: In simple terms, Duvall says they'll be installing smart technology on roads to track flow of traffic here on SH one thirty between SH seventy one and SH forty five and using AI, they'll analyze what's happening and give that data to TechStot.
1: There will be some testing done of, you know, level four be it trucks. Those are trucks that don't require a driver, but would presumably have a safety driver. I think it's more evolutionary than revolutionary. Um, it's a tremendous technology, but it's not gonna change the industry overnight.
6: Duval says they are trying to be as transparent as possible. Knowing some are on edge with self-driving cars already causing a lot of traffic problems.
1: Roadways today were not designed for autonomous vehicles. TxDOT has decided we're going to get in the game. We're going to basically provide more support to ensure these operations can be done safely.
0: Jayla Washington, KXAN News. Cavenue says they already have a pilot project for this in Michigan and that will go live coming up in January. Now they're hoping to have the project up and running here in Central Texas by mid-next year. And for a little context, a reminder that SH-130 is the fastest highway in the nation with a speed limit of 85 miles per hour. That section of the highway opened up in 2012. TxDOT took advantage of a $100 million payment the private toll road company promised in exchange for an 85 mile per hour speed limit. Now the higher speed limit incentivized in the contract was supposed to dis, or encourage, excuse me, more drivers to take SH-130 generating more toll revenue, which hopefully is meant to alleviate traffic. But in 2019, six years after that portion opened, KXAN investigators found it may not have been worth it. The speed limit, along with problematic driver behavior, contributes to a high accident rate and even deaths on that road.
2: And we're getting an update on another autonomous vehicle company, Cruise. We told you Cruise took its self-driving cars out of Austin last month after a handful of issues and complaints. Well, today, the company tells us it issued a voluntary recall on its AV software to address issues in its collision detection system. This impacts about 950 of their cars. It also hired a chief safety officer to oversee safety reviews and investigations. And Cruise has also hired a third-party law firm to review an incident that happened on October 2nd in California, during which another vehicle with a person behind the wheel hit a pedestrian, sending that person into the path of a cruise vehicle, which then hit the person too. Cruise says the goal is to have the law firm help learn from that accident to strengthen protocols and improve response.
0: Well the cooler weather is really the talk of the town yes everybody (laughs) wants to know when is it going to be here
2: you've
1: got your cozy clothes on I saw I'm already you're starting (laughs) yes a lot of us are going to need that starting tomorrow let me show you exactly what time the front is rolling in it's not here yet we've got clouds increasing very warm 78 degrees right now after some sunshine this afternoon notice on the water vapor which is kind of a an x-ray a deeper look into the atmosphere this white stuff that's moisture cloud cover basically coming our way ahead of a trough of low pressure this storm our way from the Rockies is not terribly strong, it's not a prolific rainmaker, but it will generate a gray and wet day tomorrow. The cold front that that storm is helping boost through our area is in the state. It's 86 in Abilene, 84 in Lubbock, but about 20 degrees cooler in Amarillo behind it. Here's the timeline in the Austin Metro of what your temperatures look like tomorrow. Bit of an unusual day with temperatures slowly ramping up to 74 at noon. But after that lunchtime frontal passage, not a huge Arctic temperature drop, but a noticeable cool down by later in the evening by four or 5 PM, we'll be dipping into the fifties. Rain coverage gets higher and higher through the day, kind of a drier start to your morning commute. But by lunchtime, through your evening drive, and even late tomorrow night, rain is virtually guaranteed at least at times. Let's talk about the exact arrival if you're outside of the Austin area. Here are your temperatures tonight. Warm south winds at 11 p.m., most of us in the lower 70s still at the, that time. But in the northwestern hill country, before sunrise, that cooler northwest wind shift is on your door. And again, not a massive immediate temperature drop, but some cooler air working into Llano and Fredericksburg by about 9 o'clock. Here comes the front into Austin with 70s ahead of it and some 60s behind it by later in the afternoon. Our eastern counties will have to wait until late tomorrow afternoon, but you too will start cooling down at that time. And look at this, by late tomorrow night into Friday morning, upper 40s to lower 50s with howling north winds. And Friday, after a day in the 80s today, how about high temperatures? in the 50s. When is the rain most likely? Not quite yet. couple sprinkles possible this evening in the hill country, but that's about all we'll see tomorrow morning as the front approaches the hill country. That's going to bring some widespread light to moderate rain with it mainly dry for most of us on the morning drive. But by the time we get later in the morning, a few showers pop up midday, the rain becoming more widespread. And as I mentioned on that graph I showed you, the rain is virtually guaranteed at times late tomorrow evening during rush hour all the way through tomorrow night. As you can see here, a couple little spots of yellow, but most of this is just light to moderate rain, a good soaking, just like we need. No severe weather threat, no flash flooding concern. After some cold rain early Friday morning, the rain should be out of here for your Friday daytime and evening plans. With that said, remember, it'll be cold, windy, and still gray on Friday evening. Rainfall from this first round, not terribly prolific, a half inch to one inch, but we've got a little more on the way, which I'll show you in just a minute. Tonight, just a 10% chance of a sprinkle, very warm at 67. Tomorrow, after a midday high in the 70s, temperatures drop as north winds blow in. There's your 90% likelihood of rain. After that, rain becomes less likely, but look at this period of cool and gray weather with a few light showers possible Veterans Day and on Sunday. Clouds and a few rain showers continue into early next week. By the time the sun comes back out late next Tuesday, many of us have an inch, inch and a half, maybe even more than that in the backyard. After this wet, gray weather pattern, the sun comes back next Wednesday.
0: DAVID, THANK YOU SO MUCH. THE FDA JUST APPROVED ANOTHER DRUG TO HELP PEOPLE LOSE WEIGHT, HOW IT COMPARES TO OTHERS.
2: AUSTIN REAL ESTATE INVESTOR NATE PAUL IS FACING FOUR ADDITIONAL FEDERAL CHARGES OF WIRE FRAUD. THIS IS ON TOP OF THE EIGHT COUNTS HE'S FACING RELATED TO TEXAS ATTORNEY GENERAL Ken PAXTON. PROSECUTORS SAY PAUL MISLED LIMITED PARTNERS BY MAKING FALSE REPRESENTATIONS ABOUT THEIR ASSETS AND MANIPULATING FINANCIAL STATEMENTS TO MOVE MONEY AROUND. The new charges could mean up to 20 years in prison if convicted and a $1 million fine for each count.
0: A new weight loss drug will soon be on the market. Today, the Food and Drug Administration approved ZetBound from drug maker Eli Lilly. ZetBound has been shown in clinical trials to help people lose up to 52 pounds in less than a year. Participants lost 22.5% body weight, surpassing other available weight loss medications on the market, like Ozempic, Wegovi, or Monjaro. It's approved for overweight or obese adults, and it shares the same ingredient as Monjaro terzipatide. Zetbound will cost over $1,000 for a month's supply without insurance.
2: All right, well, don't forget the GOP presidential debate is on NBC Primetime tonight starting at 7 o'clock. And then we'll recap everything for you on KXAN News at 10.
0: You can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on CW Austin. And here is where to find us.